everybody, Beth Wee in the studio, ready for a crew chat. We've invited Jackie, Missy, and Donald. And I have a topic that I want to throw out and see what you guys think about it. Could you tell me if a sense of belonging or the feeling of wanting to belong had anything to do with why you first picked up your, addic your addiction? whether it's drugs, alcohol, whatever, was fitting in on the table when that started. Yeah, yeah definitely. The, uh, the first time I drank uh, was a group of us on a beach in Cape Cod, and uh, everybody was drinking beer. I didn't like the taste of beer. Uh, so a friend of mine came up to me and asked me to pour out half of my Coke. And he poured in some warm vodka into the remaining emptiness of the can. And, uh, and that was my first drink. And what happened was I was, became part of the party. I became part of the party. And so it was, and it wasn't, I didn't sit there and, and an analyze whether I wanted to have, you know, a drink. Do I want to get drunk? Do I want to be messed up? Do I want to affect the way that I think? Um, do I want to get drunk? No, I, uh, I just wanted to be part of the gang. I wanted to be included. Wanted to belong. How about you? I, I know, yeah, for me early on in life, I just, I didn't know whether I should hang around with the heads or the jocks. And I didn't feel like I fit, fit in anywhere. I had no sense of belonging, no self-worth. Um, when I came to recovery, people started asking me to do things with them be a part of their group, be a part of their crowd. And they didn't have any expectations. They didn't want anything from me. And that wasn't my typical story. I would always do for you thinking you would do for me and that I would fit into your circle of friends. Um, but that was never the case. I never felt like I fit in anywhere until I came to recovery. Wow. Yeah, I, I think for me, you know, in, inactive addiction, that sense of belonging for me was you know, I was lubricated so I could dance better and I was prettier and I was funnier and all those things which I felt I needed to belong to a group or a, a bunch of people, you know, it was like, okay, if I'm, um, if I'm half lit, then I am going to talk to this person over there who I might be interested in. So it just... I thought it allowed me an opportunity to fit in when uh, that wasn't really the case at all. Well, then the, the use and the drinking and the drugging and the addiction continued. And it started to pull you away from people in some ways, did it? Did, did you ever have anybody not want to hang out with you because you were too raucous or too crazy? Yes, um, <laughs> the, the invitations got further and further apart, <laughs> you know, and people were crossing the street instead of welcoming me on the street. So, yes, it, it, it was, you know, my behavior got worse and worse and I was less and less welcome, you know, and, and there was no sense of belonging at the end, for sure. Well, another way that we lose the sense of belonging, it's not that people don't invite us. Mm -hmm. But it could be that we don't want to go anymore. We start to isolate. And what 
we, we started to party to get a sense of belonging, like I fit in. And now the last thing we want to do is fit in. We just want you to leave us alone. Anybody get there? Absolutely. I, 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 my aunt and uncle, when I first came out to them and told them that I was in recovery, I was, you know, an alcoholic. And I said, well, you're such a sociable person. Why, why is, you know, why is this happening to you? And I said, I'm really not a sociable person. I don't get along with people. I don't like to socialize with people. I drink so that I can socialize with people. I wasn't, I didn't feel good about myself. So that sense of belonging wasn't there. I finally found it. Mm-hmm. Finally yeah. found it. I was, I was definitely uh, mm-hmm. always a gregarious person as a kid. And when I started drinking, uh, it was to belong. But then uh, as, as it progressed, I remember I lived, I lived in an apartment with uh, five other guys. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun. But all I wanted to do was get my own apartment. And when I got my own apartment, I locked the doors, I battened down the hatches, uh, turned on the answering machine. Remember answering machines? <laughs> and they, uh, I, I would, that was when I first started to know about screening calls. You know, I would never pick up the phone. They would have to leave a message. And really, I just wanted people to leave me alone, like, like uh, Missy and Jackie said, and, and let me drink. And uh, I didn't want to have to interact anymore. I really wanted to just be by myself. Didn't want to perform. Yeah. Didn't want to play the part. The part of the social being will be played by <laughs> the drunk Donald. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. I you gotcha. know, I lost my train of thought when I was sharing there for a minute, but what I was thinking about is how much my friends, after you know a period of time, started to not want me around. They would say, do you remember what you did last night? And I would be like, no, I don't. So then my disease, like you were talking about, goes into that isolation stage. I found myself in my basement drinking alone by myself, listening to music, not doing anything, just being alone because I didn't fit in anywhere. I, I interviewed a judge who was in recovery once, and she was telling me that at the end, she would sit and drink and listen to the song Desperado 38, 39 times in a row. <laughs> and I, I understood what she was saying. She had hit her bottom. She had limboed as low as she wanted to limbo in this life. So this person told me she found 12-step and recovery. She found a working relationship with a higher power. She followed the directions. And one of the things that most attracted her was that when she walked into her first meeting, she just wanted to hide in a corner. But when she heard the people talk, she realized, oh my gosh, there are other people that think like me. Do any of you have that same experience? Sure, I, as I, you know, when I got to AA, I was torn because I, I was completely lonely and I wanted desperately not to be lonely, but I couldn't figure out how to behave in front of people. It was too hard to socialize without being drunk. And then when I was drunk, I was no condition to socialize. It was a, like this vicious kind of circle. So I, wouldn't, I couldn't stop drinking, <coughs> uh, so I would stay alone so I wouldn't embarrass myself. 
And, uh, and then when I got to AA, uh, the people there were genuine and authentic. And I think that was what changed because I, I just had, all I had to do was be. And those people sort of helped me come back into human society. And all I had to do was just be there and, and be willing. Beautiful. How about you, Jackie? Well, I was thinking, you know, today it's belonging for the right reasons. You know, in the past, mm-hmm. I was part of the group because I was buying the drinks, or you're part of the group because you have the stash or whatever, and that's belonging for the wrong reasons. And today, you know, belonging for the right reasons is, you know, part of who I want to be. I want to, I want to live a life based on spiritual principles. I want to belong to a group who's like-minded. I want to belong to meetings where they're 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 talking about things that I'm thinking about, you know, and they understand. You know, they understand and they get it. And they get me and I get them. And that's a sense of belonging that I never had in the past. You know, it's a different it's belonging for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the things I often teach is that alcoholism is a cry for love coupled with the inability to receive it. And for many alcoholics and addicts, working the 12 steps will help them get back to the ability to love and to be loved. And one of the biggest uh, tools in, in the 12 steps is the fourth step, where you learn about things that were about things about you that were creational. You were created for community, for an example. You were created to feel safe and secure, both financially, physically, and, and emotionally. You were created to, to have a spiritual experience. You were created for these things. And when people find that sense of belonging, it hits them right in the heart because we were created for that. We were created to belong. So each one of you, each of the crew today are telling me that you found it in a recovery circle. Absolutely. Yeah? Yes. Any last thoughts? Keep coming back. (laughs) Don't drink and go to meetings. There you go. Belonging. If you're looking to belong, you might have just gotten an answer. Thanks for listening. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at Beth we.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.